Well, I guess we're not going to talk to Brisa. Well, maybe we will. Who knows? Hello, universe. What time is it, Phoebe? It is 6.45 here on the 16th of January. And, uh, well, I may sound a little slow, lethargic, and disinterested in myself. But that's only because I just napped. Waking up from a nap. At 6.45 means uh, I was tired this afternoon. I've been... I've been finally attacking the house tornado of Lily to reset myself back into order and uh, and systems, the working innards of which I am the one who created. Uh, of all the things that Lily does, the least tolerable is... She just rearranges my shit all the time. So I never know where anything is. And neither does she. If you ask her, I just want to know where the blue electrical tape is that was sitting right here on this hook. Now it's not here. You're the one who lives here with me? Where did it go? I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, if I had to count all the things that I have directly asked her why it's missing now, including a stainless steel trash can... 45 feet of, uh, of, uh, of steel-wrapped cable for electrical, uh, a, uh, a laundry hamper, um, five left shoes. I have five missing left shoes. Crocs, flip-flops, a golf shoe, uh, a pair of K-Swiss sneakers, and what's the fifth shoe I'm missing? Oh, and some climbing shoes. Where'd all my left shoes go, Lily? Uh, let's see. Where did all of my, uh, where did my entire sheet set that is uh, lavender go? I have the pillowcases still, but we don't have the sheets. I mean, just shit disappears. Uh, like sheet sets. That, who knows what she did with them. She probably buried my, my MCA cable in it. But, it... It, it is, of all the things she does, by far the most aggravating. Because I need to be able to find the olive oil when I'm making dinner. I can't have it be in the garage. And it's, uh, and it's, it's been the kind of thing that I've been avoiding for six years. Because I always know she's going to wreck it. And so what's the point? I mean, I've just learned to live in the chaos. And yet... Having finally, at the end of last year, come to realize that my go-forward plan in life does not involve Lily. Well, now it's like, what the fuck am I living in all this disorder for? So, that is why I'm tired. Because I've spent pretty much every free moment, including some that should have been dedicated to sleep, trying to get my house back the way it needs to be for me to feel comfortable wherever I am. And feeling discomfortable on my own property when Lily's around is part of the deal. But no more. And um, and I guess uh, that's a little bit of what I want to talk about today. There's a whole lot of stuff on my mind. As a matter of fact, there's so much on my mind. Should I pause and try to put some notes down? Well, let me, let me get this part out first. 
And that is, I think I've been um, somewhat uh, selfish and self-interested in one very specific friendship I'm developing. And by self-interested, I mean... Uh, there's there are people in the universe who I believe bring out the best in everyone. It's just we gravitate toward them as if we want to not impress them, but show them that we have value too, because we can see how much value they have, if that makes sense. Um, they're like magnets. And usually these people are unaware that they have this effect, that they're at least that they're having this effect on everyone. Um, and in some ways it's because the people around them get intimidated to even approach them because they are of such, uh, uh, th- their aura is so uh, compelling. And hmm, I don't know if I really want to talk about this. And what what is of interest here for me to personally unpack is how much of that uh, magnetism I fall for. And not fall for, but permit myself to succumb to. Because I can have the same effect. And I have been really trying to minimize it, particularly in environments in which I can uh, play it up, like at work. And this is not, uh, I am Machiavellian and manipulative. Most people are not. And so this person has none of that instinct. And so their presence as this shining flower of greatness just is. You can't help it when the wildflower field produces something that's truly magnificent. None of the other flowers have to pretend they're any worse. They just aspire to be something as glorious as what they can now see is possible. And I don't know that humanity doesn't (laughs) depend on these people's presence to continue maintaining the sanity that we barely struggle to maintain today. I am well aware of how much a person of this scale of giving gives back to everybody even when the people getting the return energy don't realize it. I do realize it. I realize just exactly how much people who do this as their gift are needed. It's one thing to constantly be understanding of other people. It's another thing to encourage people to be their best. You don't have to understand people's weaknesses if all you do is bring out their best effort because they'll never do anything but try harder for you. And so when I see these types of souls around, I often think, well, they've got to be, if anybody's the injection, right? The soul from the Andromeda system that's here to just make sure we have some resonance with the greatness that it can be to be alive in this universe. Well, that kind of person does not uh, in any way need me helping them. They're 
at a level of mastery way beyond me. And so when I am around the, the, uh, the entourage they create, well, as with all entourages, their entourage isn't necessarily a sophisticated representation of who they are. It's more the masses. And the masses, well, what do we call them? Unwashed or something, right? So when you have the unwashed mixing with the angelic, well, oftentimes that can lead to coloring books that just are all colored outside the lines and just look, oh my God, who even did this? This is awful. And yet what, what I am learning, as always, because I'm a knucklehead, is we we are we're so susceptible to to judging ourselves as a value because someone else sees us as value. Um pause. <coughs> All right. Well, I guess I should uh take that as a sign from the universe to shut my mouth. It, Yesterday, my day started with, um, there are three men's room stalls. Uh, stall one, stall two are identical, and stall three is the handicap stall. So that's the double-sized stall that you can get a wheelchair into. And uh, so, uh, roughly at 9.15 in the morning, deciding this is a good time to go uh, do my morning bowel movement, what do I do? I go into stall number two because it's the only one open. And I'm in there roughly... 15 seconds, uh, long enough to have my pants down and be sitting down when two feet come shooting into my stall uh, and just are laying there motionless. And they don't touch me, but they are within an inch of my feet. And I'm thinking, well, if you accidentally did that, you'd be scrambling to get the fuck up. So whatever just happened in there, I don't think was intentional. So I immediately bang on the the barricade. Are you okay? Are you okay? I don't want to kick whatever guy is now protruding into my stall. But I realize he is essentially saying, hey, random stranger, are you the guy that's going to help me today? And uh, so I am pounding on the, on the wall trying to get a reaction to see if I can uh, actually see life in these legs as I'm scrambling to get uh, dressed enough to deal with the situation, not bottomless. And, uh, as I, and, and as I'm knocking, saying, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? The guy on the stall to the left of me is like, I'm fine, man. I'm fine, man. I'm like, I'm not talking to you. And uh, so as I, as I finally blow through the door five seconds later to get into the stall to see what's going on, of course, that's when I realized, oh, there are two of you in here because some other guy is cowering like fearful and uh, races out as uh, I'm going in to see what's happened to the man that's collapsed, realizing that he is in trouble, immediately start running down the hall saying, call 911, call 911. Because uh, I'm also thinking I want to stop the guy that was with him because I don't know if there's been a murder. I mean, seriously, I have no fucking idea what's just happened. And, uh, and, and, <sighs> And it was, it's fascinating how your brain works in those situations. 
because from feet sliding under my barricade to taking a break to finally go take the dump I went to take initially was a whole lot of action. But that 15 seconds of I'm the one who needs to help an emergency situation, so get your fucking shit together, mental thought time. It's it's like it's like everything else disappears. It really does. You immediately start processing the needs and 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 critical points of of pressure the situation is is providing. It, and you sequence it out. You you think through these things. This isn't just yeah, I don't know what I was doing, I just reacted and fucking I'm glad I saved his life. No, you are you are going A to A to Z on seven things, figuring out in in immaculate clarity how best to handle this situation. And I uh I mean the guy the the guy is a lot well he he was he was he left in a paramedics uh uh what is that gurney and uh the the other guy that was with him they were just doing drugs in the bathroom and he OD'd but the other guy that was with him I got him I got to the door and and chased him to the door and stopped him at the door I never touched him but you know he was scared as fuck obviously um and you could tell, I mean, I, you could just tell looking at him that whatever had happened, he was more frightened than probably the guy that was on the ground. So he hadn't hurt him. He just had been, you know, fuck you do drugs in a Home Depot bathroom with another dude in a stall. Eventually, you're going to be the guy cowering at the door wondering what the fuck's my life come to. And I'm not above this. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sully the situation with the distaste of looking my nose down at these guys. No, fuck no. Fuck no. I hate that the human condition comes to this. I hate that there's any situation in which a life's glorious potential is whittled down to a men room stall collapse where four other men have to come tape him to a gurney and go stabilize him enough to throw him out into the public to let him do it all over again. I hate the idea that you can be so filled with self-loathing that you think your life has that little purpose, that little value. That you have no possibility of seeing one thing about yourself that you like. That all you can do is hope the next pain minimization is better than the last one. Because all the pain that builds up day after day after day, it's unbearable. There is no out. The chain of drug abuse and self-loathing, it's unbreakable. I still have it. I still will fall into any kind of self-loathing pit of despair you want me to if you give me enough time with the wrong drugs. We all will. It rewires your brain to think differently about who you are, what the world looks like, what's important, how to react, how not to react, what to prioritize. 
but when another human being's needs are so great that yours don't matter. Man, it's just wonderful the way the brain works. Stop fucking around. Put your pants on and get on the phone to 911. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That is exactly what I should be doing. Good job, brain. Um, being mentally clear to me now is one of the most important pursuits I have. And it, yeah, I'm smoking a lot of weed. And that, in many people's eyes, will seem like a direct conflict. It is not for me. It may be for you. And if it is for you, then I would say don't smoke as much weed as I do, because probably not going to work out. <laughs> but whatever it is that does work for you, whether that's playing bridge or going on nature walks or having time with your kids, I'm not going to deny you that either. I want you to. I want you at your best. I want everything about you at the peak performance that you can sustain with grace, integrity, confidence, and purpose. And I don't expect you to want anything less than that either. If we're not all here chasing the absolute most purposeful life... Oh, well, speaking of purpose, pause.
What do you think, Katie? Should we get it? Ah, why is it this hard to get a hold of Brisa at Home Depot? Because she's on launch. But still, why isn't somebody picking up the phone and asking what's going on if I need help? We are three minutes and 45 seconds into my recording of the call. We are not three minutes and 49, 50 seconds into the call. And people wonder why we get frustrated with corporations. I mean, really? Pause. Okay, I'm back. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I'm pretty high now. Uh, I kind of got distracted and forgot I was recording, to be honest. Not that I forgot what I wanted to talk about, because I still remember what I want to talk about. In fact, I was kind of talking about what I want to talk about with somebody else, so I'm sorry. But I was prepping this conversation in real time with a human being, or at least with a screen that pretended to be a human being. And um, it's, well, hang on. I, I, I'm not high enough. Okay. But I, what I wanted to, well, what I wanted to personally consider is <clears throat> this was my second 911 call in about 10 days and might have even been less and those are the only two of my life and uh, the first one a guy had a heart attack I assume and died at the bus stop paramedics I mean the fire truck was there in at most two and a half minutes and was doing CPR in five minutes of the call. I mean, I, I will say this. Both response times were hugely impressive. There was competent help on the scene within minutes. And in short minutes. Um, but the guy at the bus stop was dead. He just... I mean, he died. There was He was dead before the 911 call, probably. Um, the guy that OD'd in the bathroom lived as far as i know i haven't followed up past watching him live his way out the door in a gurney but uh for someone who's pretty emotional especially somebody who is overwhelmed by the emotional reverberations around me these incidents are surprisingly numb I keep trying to find feeling in the episodes that I feel like should be there for the scale of the event, but it's almost the opposite. In fact, especially the one in the bathroom, because the guy at the bus stop, I was there, in fact, there was another guy closer to the guy. We were, it was a freezing cold day. We were all kind of huddled in the shelter, and it was 
guy on a bench, me on the far left, and a guy in between us standing up, me and the other guy standing up, this guy on the bench, guy on the bench is kind of like breathing challengingly. And all of a sudden just makes this gurgling fucking throat noise and falls. Guy in between us yells, call 911. I have my phone in my hand. And my first thought is, call 911 for what? And I look down and see the guy like bulging. I don't know how else to put it, but you can see his face, his eyes bulging. And uh, so called 911 on that. But, uh, you know, doing what I was told more than anything. So there wasn't a whole lot of processing that. But the one in the bathroom, there was a whole shit ton of processing. In fact, processing for about, uh, I would say, a minute and a half to two and a half minutes for the whole thing to unfold to the 911 call getting placed. And uh, as that sequence is going down, the one observational moment I'm having in realizing my place in it is how... Clearly, I'm thinking through the processes in play that need to go down. Finding the right people, getting the guy that was with him corralled, uh, having the right help, running to the restroom to follow up on what I can't follow up on as I race through the store. I mean, it's like, it's as if my mind instantly knew what to do in the emergency because I had to do the first seven steps for this to work. It had those seven steps organized without me thinking about it. And I have never pre-processed, huh, I wonder what I should do if some dude fucking falls and collapses in stall number three and uh, just is laying there while I'm taking a dump. That has never crossed my mind. But subconsciously, I'll bet it has. I'll bet somewhere down in the emergency protocols preparation meetings that we have for store management, my mind was thinking, you know, the only real emergency could happen in the store. Some dude ODs in the bathroom while I'm taking a dump. That'd be something worth knowing what to do with. But this whole emergency, if there's a, an earthquake, what are we going to process an earthquake as a team? Probably not. We're going to all run for the fucking door. But to watch my reaction to the situation be flawless. And I'm not saying I didn't make a mistake. I could have. I could have made 10 that I'm unaware of. But to see me prioritize the emergency correctly without having to think, did I forget something? Am I, you know, God, I can't get out the door without having seven checks of myself. But an emergency goes down and a fucking rise to the occasion. Now, yeah, it's a little hero worshiping. I agree. But I, I can't help but walk away from a situation like that feeling empowered by my role played correctly within it. I wouldn't change a thing about how I reacted. And that guy's okay. So maybe that's an easy thing to say. Um, but it, it, it's taken me even 24 hours to think about, because as soon as you open the, the restroom door to see what's going on and see the other guy and the fucking pathetic situation that it is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a sadness so deep inside you, you, you have to just push it down because the situation itself shouldn't exist. No human is, is worth driving into a point of self-annihilation 
of welcoming self-annihilation to numb the mounting pain that it is to be here, trying to be human on this planet. And even looking into the face of the other guy who, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to hold him for the police. That's not me. Once I knew he hadn't done anything violent, you know, his life just got 10% worse on a day when he thought his max capacity for getting any worse was 2%. And his life was already terrible. So is my letting him run out the door enabling him to fall even further on his face? Maybe. But is putting him in prison solving the situation? Probably not. And yet, <clears throat> they're just one instance of 50 or 100 or whatever across the city or 10,000 across the nation every day of this exact play-out scenario of someone desperate doing something to feel not so desperate only to do something so desperate they need the help of our systems so they can live another day to do something even more desperate. <laughs> well, <clears throat> again, you know, you start unpacking all that shit and it's like, well, what the fuck are we, you know? We're the shitty platform. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you put a table out there and you offer kindness, understanding, and forgiveness. I don't give a shit who walks up. I don't care if they're homeless. I don't care if they're five or 105. If you need kindness, understanding, and forgiveness, well, that's the one thing I'm unlimited in my potential to give. And maybe I wasn't as kind and forgiving in that situation as I want to be. But I was more kind and forgiving than most of the people involved. I heard a lot of crackback against choices made, lives wasted, potential down the drain. Fucking deserve it. No human deserves that. No one. And if you think that way, well, it's not that I don't understand. This is America. I get it. But don't let America steal the best part of your soul. Which is your ability to see somebody at their worst. And know that's just them at their worst. There's a whole human being in there. Dying to get out. To do the right thing. They just want the chance. But in our society the way it is today. Seriously. What chance do they have? Well, they have a chance to sit down at my table where I'll understand, I'll be kind, and for God's sake, I'll teach them that they aren't going anywhere until they forgive themselves and start to understand that they can do better, that society wants them to do better, that we all need them to do better. A better world means all of us do better, me included. <laughs> 